Welcome back to the MTR Network. It's Chris here. And I got Deepon with me. What's going on, man? What up, man? Nothing oh, much. let me mute you on this broadcast. Oh, yeah, that might be. Um, that would help. Do that. Um, we are back with another character corner. It's been a while. I uh, went to San Diego Comic-Con. But we are back with another character corner where we pick one particular character and we go through some of their history and we talk about them. Uh, the character we're doing this time is Sam Wilson. Yo, I love, before we started, I love how just you just dropped. Like, I was at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I hope you all listen, are watching the site and following the site because the videos and content are great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm plugging you on your own show, but it's also true. Thank you. Uh, I gotta be honest. The the lens, people. I had some somebody hit me today. It was like, oh yeah, thank me and Phenom. It's like, oh yeah, your videos are so clear. It's like, yo, the lenses we rented. Lens. I, I did mine from lensrental.com. He got his from somewhere else. But uh, that lens, I'm, I'm I was on eBay today trying to find a way to buy it because <laughs> it converted you quick, huh? I, I, it's the second time I've used it. I used it before when I did um, when I shot the Suicide Girls. Yeah. Uh, video, and I did the interviews for uh, the Theory of Everything, and I interviewed Eddie Redmond. Uh, and it's night and day between my, the, the stock lens I get with the, the camera. That shit just it, you know, it took me a while when I was in San Diego to kind of get used to it. But I bought a camcorder. I started using the 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 HD uh, the uh, the cam the the DSLR camera with that red lens instead, though, because. The lens is tremendous. Like, it's fucking phenomenal. So, makes me look a fucking professional. So, yeah, I, I, I rushed today to get some of those Sharknado ones up tonight because uh, we're, <clears throat> excuse me, recording this live. I know everybody's more likely watching Sharknado 3, so enjoy. That's called Synergy, dog. Don't apologize, man. That's Synergy. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's going to be great. And uh, going to D23 in less than a month, I emailed the lady uh, on the press release about the Marvel stuff, so... She said she'll let me know if I can get in. So keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully, I can get in for the uh, press reserve press seats, front row for the D twenty three. If not, I'm gonna find some way to get into uh, that presentation because I want to see. I know, I believe Marvel still be showing some Civil War stuff. They're gonna be showing some uh, uh, Star Wars stuff. So yeah, it, 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 we're doing pretty good. So yeah, definitely check out the YouTube pay, page. I've been writing more. I've written three articles. I know it's been a while since I've written anything, but I've written three articles. One was on the how the hip-hop covers for Marvel are not appropriation. They're just dope. Yeah, guys. Like We can, we can, do, we can talk multiple different things. Uh, I did one on Stop Being the Black Hole of Fun with comic book movies. I need you guys to stop doing that. Stop sucking the fun out of them. Which means stop, yep. basically stop trying to follow every news and rumor that you come out with. Because you're kind of ruining the movies, and I think that kind of Chris happens. Ava's directing Black Black Panther. I know. Well, and then and then like I said, we literally got in an argument. I literally got in an argument with a guy trying to tell me that he, his friend was at the panel, the blog her panel. Oh, the Facebook was, dude. Yeah, was that? Was, well, this is a, I was in there. Was two no, of them. No. And he was like, "Oh, my friend was at the panel, the blog her panel, and Ava said that the reason why she dropped out because Marvel didn't want to go with the the the, the true vision of Wakanda." I'm like, "That's not." what she said and then he tried to he tried to double down on it and said well that's what my friend told me and the media is not going to tell you this i'm like yeah they would because that's, that's a juicy ass story that's a that's a really juicy ass story you lead with that right you don't lead with her saying yeah i'm looking forward to it it's just i it just wasn't for me that that's what's more juicy that or marvel's not going to do wakanda right 
Hey, and if you're going to argue with me or Chris about this kind of stuff, I need you to come correct with your with your inaccuracies. Because it's not that you're stupid. It's that you think we're stupid. It's insulting. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I had a little technical difficulties there. But, uh, yeah, so we're talking about that Facebook thread. It's actually funny you mentioned that. This actually does tie into the comic book club we we're going to do. Because uh, I, I feel like it, it's, it's, your, it's you. Whenever there's something involving you, like, the show's just... They, I feel like we're going to have a good show whenever I have you on. <laughs> and something happens during the week that ties into something we're going to talk about on the show. So that Facebook thread we were talking about with the, with the guy talking about, you know, um, you know uh, Ava DuVernay not doing Black Panther. Uh, There's another guy in there who got uh, was, was all angry about those appropriation covers saying that Marvel doesn't care about black characters, blah, blah. And we were kind of you know, hitting back with facts like, hey, listen, you know. They made Captain America, you know, Sam Wilson, and he's a pretty good character. And he was like, no, they made him weak and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I don't really think it so. It was so weird because he, he, came, he came so aggressively like he knew what he was talking about. And the two examples he chose couldn't have been wronger. Yeah, the he first like, one, the first one, yeah. Storm Black Panther. Why'd they erase that? Why'd they get rid of that? It was, it was a big deal. I'm like, it wasn't a big deal. They it never, was literally a gimmick. They had a bridal magazine designed the wedding dress. <laughs> and they retconned the characters' histories to make it make sense. Because otherwise, it's just two African characters getting married. That they never do anything with. That have never interacted before. Well, not only have they never interacted before, but they never really did anything with it. Like, you would think that, hey, you put you know, Storm and Black Panther together. They should be basically running the world. And the thing is, I think like right when it happened, they, were, they, they actually replaced Reed and Sue... In Fantastic Four for six months, mm-hmm. and then they did something else. I want—I can't remember which of the book. Like it was a big plot point in, but then it dropped. Mm-hmm. Storm was like, "Oh, I've got to go help the mutants in Utopia," which makes sense because she's a leader of a dwindling population of an endangered species, pretty much. And he's like, "Well, I've got to rule Wakanda." It's like they thought, like, "Let's do this big gimmick," and then have no idea how to follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a gimmick. And then he yeah. brought up other things too. It was like, so you didn't care about the other, the other relationship with Storm? Was like, yeah, they were gimmicks too. Yeah, those those weren't like main story points. Like, they were all gimmicks. Like, you know what a gimmick? Like, I went. That's why I stopped talking because I was like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Let me just get out of here. Well, and like I said, the one I took most issue to was Sam Wilson one because I have we have been doing all this reading on Sam Wilson. Right. We have been like researching researching this character, and um, like you know, he was just in. Again, sorry if you haven't seen the movie yet, but spoilers. He's in Ant-Man, and his cameo is great. It's a great cameo, and I was seeing people say they didn't like that either. It's just, what do you guys want? I, yeah. What do, what do you and, want? And I hate being the guy who's like, this is outrage culture. This is outrage culture. If you're mad about the way Sam Wilson's depicted in Cap, which we're going to get to, because, yeah, we'll get to how Sam's depicted in Cap. You're just looking for things to yell about on the internet. Yeah. Well, because it's just because like, yes, he's not Steve Rogers, but that's the point of this fucking story. Mm-hmm. That's how you tell a story. Right. And the, the, the thing about Sam Wilson in the movie versus Sam Wilson that we're going we're gonna to be talking about here is I, when you look at it, I think this movie Sam Wilson is definitely Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe going. We want to bring this character that's very significant to the character of Captain America. And I, the more I read on Sam, the more I was like, not only did him taking over the mantle as Captain America make 
probably the most sense it should have happened a long time ago if he was ever going to if, if uh, Captain America was ever going to be replaced. But you realize how close that relationship is, and I go, huh? They want to bring this close character into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they also kind of want to avoid the the stereotypical background that the character has in the comic books, which I'm kind of iffy on because I feel like it also really defines the character in the books. Yeah, we're going to talk about the origins of Sam Wilson in the yeah. 616, but the movieverse, I thought they did a very good job, like you said, taking great character character to say, we need to make sure it's not presented in a way where he's just a blatant sidekick. Right. But we also need to be respectful of the relationship and the depth of the relationship between he and Cap. Right. And I thought the movies... I, I'm going to go ahead and just lose my nerd cred here. I haven't seen Ant-Man yet, but I know... I, I'm not one of those kids who's scared of spoilers. I know the cameo. I know the big plot points. I'm not scared. I'm really... I'm going to see it tomorrow. It was my 30th birthday last week, and I, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> it's been a long couple of days. Yeah. But I think that the movies have really kind of... We'll talk about more about the relationships in the movies and the books, but I'm really impressed with how they brought the character not just to the forefront of the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe, excuse me, but they've made him count. Mm-hmm. And they did it in one movie, one cameo, and then one stinger shot at the end of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And he matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... And when you go to... so So... The first appearance of what do I want to do that first? Well, the first thing I want to say is this: <laughs> it's hard to do. Cause <laughs> well, the first, well, no, no. The first thing I want to do, I don't even know what you're like, but the first thing I want to do is this is another Marvel character we're doing here, and I have to go out there and say I'm going to say this every fucking time until DC does it. DC, you need another, <laughs> you need a fucking DC Unlimited, because what Marvel is doing with with Marvel Unlimited, you need to get in on this shit, because it's like. When we first when we first decided we were gonna do Sam Wilson, I was like, "All right, cool, let's do Sam Wilson. We're gonna do a black character now. It'll be fun." Then I was like, "Shit, I don't know shit about Sam Wilson." Who comes to my rescue? Marvel Unlimited. They With have the fucking a, cape on. They have a fucking. They, they go to their fucking uh uh discover tab. They have a, a fucking Sam Wilson tab for you. Like every one of the the mar the. The, the Avengers that's in the movie or anybody might be related to anybody in the movies has their basically own little tab and section and you can go and find any of the fucking books you want to on any of these characters. Holy, and it, thank you, Marvel. <laughs> so what what did you think of early Sam? I'm curious now. So, okay, so the first appearance of Sam Wilson is the what, Captain America, the... 117. 117. And so you... While it is a stereotypical character, when you read all about what they did with the character, it's actually pretty, it's kind of well, it's kind of thought out more than I thought it would be because it is, it is kind of a, so when you first meet, when when you first meet Cap, uh, Sam Wilson and Snap Wilson, Snap Wilson, when, well, actually, no, no, when you first <laughs> meet him, when you first meet him, he is Sam Wilson. He's Sam Wilson, and he's on this random island. He saved Captain America from the Red... The Red Skull has gotten this... It's um, it's issues... Uh, Captain America, the, the volume... I think it's volume one, uh, 117 through 119. And Red Skull's got his hand on the Cosmic Cube, mm-hmm. has kind of switched bodies with Cap and, and sent Cap to this island that has... Uh, that, that Red Skull's also sent some of his other former foes, uh, the Exiles, to... Which, which, by the way, as a Nazi genius evil madman, he pulls the switching bodies with Cap an awful fucking lot. 
Right. Right. So he's done this, and Cap is stuck in, in Red Skull's body, and the exiles attack him because they think he's Red Skull, and he they think that he's uh, left him there, and he gets saved by this bird. Turns out the bird is Red Wing, which is Sam Wilson's trusted companion, who he is just trained at this point to uh, be a hunting falcon. And he's kind of helping him in. Sam Wilson has been there uh, to uh, fight in the exiles. And he's has, he gives, I think he gives a backstory about how he's um, a missionary or something like that. And he's been there to try to teach the uh, natives how to fight the exiles and blah, blah, blah. And so Cap, you know, it, it's, it's, it's early. I can't remember what year. I think it was in the 70s. 69. 69. So it reads like a 69 comic book. You okay. Know? I, want to, I want to step in here. Over the weekend, I had the honor and pleasure of talking to a senior VP at Marvel. I can't say his name right now because he may want to get involved with some of the pod stuff. So we're talking about early treatment of Marvel's treatment of women and minorities. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's an older white dude. He said something to me. He said, I'm... He said, Marvel is not ashamed of their past, which is why they can do the Marvel Limited thing. But at the same time, if you read some of the old books, they don't hold up, like, even for then. And I was like, well, and he was like, no, no. And this is a guy who works for Marvel. Mm-hmm. He's attacking their own past and being very critical of it. And he pointed to the way uh, Invisible Woman was treated. He pointed to the way, uh, if you read The Wasp in the first 10 issues of, of Avengers, it may be the worst thing you've ever read. Mm-hmm. And he said the same thing. And he brought up Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, but so, and, and we, we talked for a while about it. And, and the more, it's weird because Marvel is very proud of the history and very, they mind the history of a lot of stories, but they also are critical of themselves mm-hmm. and cognizant of how things look now. Right. And so, yes, it reads like a 69 comic, but I'm really impressed with what's happened recently with the character. And even like, even back in the set, like it was something that, I think Stan and Jack were pumping out characters so often that they kind of fit their cardboard cutouts. Mm-hmm. And when they got passed off to other characters or the writers, other creators, you started to see the uh, the nuances emerge. Yeah. And and I, go ahead. Well, what I'm going to say is, so I think the reason why I can go back and read these issues of Sam Wilson and not go uh, Sam Wilson slash Snap Wilson and not be like, holy shit, this is racist or this is bad. <laughs> It's because, like you said, Marvel is aware of their history and they don't really run from it. So what they what you realize when you read these issues, and like I said, we always put all the issues out in the in the show notes. When you read all these issues, it all ties together. So because they don't run from it, like in in the new all new Captain America, um, Red Skull's daughter daughter Sin brings us up, and right. Sam is forced to confront that again, and uh. I found I didn't know about this, but I found that these uh, these issues for and I said I don't know if you read them the Captain America and the Falcon issues yeah. for Christopher Priest th- that talks about some of this stuff. It's like so because they didn't run from it. I actually appreciate Sam Wilson's origin because, a lot more, a lot more because they don't hide it, they don't run from it, and what they did was they embraced how stereotypical it is of it and had the character embrace it so that. You can actually see growth from the character. They don't just do it and be like, "We're gonna retcon all that shit and pretend like it never happened." No, 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 it happened, and it becomes it, it comes up a lot. So, in these issues, you have uh, Sam Wilson, and at the time, Sam one seventeen to one nineteen, you have Sam Wilson 
and, and Cap teaming up to take on the Exiles and later on Red Skull. Right. I think in want to say in then later on in in one eighty six, that's when Red Skull reveals that he actually during that time he turned Cap he turned Sam from uh he, he erased Sam's memory of him being Snap Wilson basically this uh drug runner and, and gangster erase that for him so that he could become Captain America's perfect partner and basically his internal spy. And it's kind of, it seems like kind of a mess, but be, again, because Marvel stuck with that, it's become a part of Sam Wilson's character, and it's actually made the bond between him and Cap stronger. I know people are listening and saying this sounds awfully convoluted, yeah. and maybe plot-wise it is, but thematically, the spirit of the character never changes. No. And it grows. You like that's the one thing, like you said, like they don't back down from their history to the point where they're saying, We're not just gonna acknowledge it, we're gonna explain it and expound upon it mm-hmm. and show how that history affects the character today. That's how you embrace your, your past. You don't say, Oh, that was on Earth One. Mm-hmm. That didn't that didn't count. And I'm and I know it sounds like I'm bashing DC in some ways I am, the way they've treated them the continuity in the past, but I think that Marvel's the rolling continuity of the everything counts, that helps. It helps you understand how we like it happens when you're reading Rick Remender's on Captain America, these issues matter, right? These issues count. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm looking at some of the issues now from 186, and basically it's it's Red Skull. He's back to fighting Sam as the Falcon and um and Captain America, and he's talking about him. He's he's talking about how he he was looking for a man as when he was Cap and he had the Cosmic Cube. He was looking for a man that he could turn into. Uh, Cap's for a perfect partner and kind of be like a an a um a sleeper cell. Yeah. Because like a seeking a man I could use, and I found him not half a mile away. A strapping young buck who possessed an unusual pet. Talking about Snap Wilson, he was clearly not one of the the island's native, which is all I had hoped to find. Cursing hardly daring to believe my good fortune, I used the cube to transfer myself to his side and seize control of his mind, that I might know with whom we were to deal. I only wish I could repeat his story for, word for word. Uh, names Wilson, Snap Wilson, born Samuel T. Back in Harlem, I had a life there for 15 years, free as a bird. Gave up uh, playing with the pigeons, though, when I decided to do like they do and fly away south for the winter. And, oh, yeah, I was real green. I didn't know I was only free for so long, so I stayed in my own cage. The outside world was a jungle, but, man, I was out of my nest for good. I dusted myself and, and, uh, and kept traveling. Until I reached 18 in L.A., I uh, I weren't green no more, and I learned to get by. Got in with the local mob, kept my nose clean, and my hate my face in sight. And pretty soon, I had plenty, plenty of both both trust and money. Can dig it, uh, and like that's his Nat Wilson personality. And basically, you know, he went on. He I think he there's a um yeah they were he was he was trying to do do a, another a drug deal, end up crashing. That's when Red Skull did all this stuff, used the, the, the cube to kind of wipe his memory away so he didn't remember himself being Snap Wilson. When you first meet him on the island, he kind of he kind of yada yadas. And, and this, is, this is why it works so well. Because there was so much ambiguity in where Sam Wilson came from on that island, they could go back later on in 186 and kind of fill this stuff in there and make and, and, and with the whole Red Skull thing. 
and it makes sense. You're like, huh? Well, you're you're right. Sam kind of did just say he ended up on the island. He never. It's really... the same way the Winter Soldier works because if you read those comics from 1945, there's no body. You right. never see Bucky's body when he dies. Right. It's that, that what Marvel does is as opposed to saying these things didn't happen, they find the cracks mm-hmm. and they fill them with better, with newer, updated storytelling. Right. And, and so to to so you have this, and again. You know, you have him kind of erasing, and now, now you now you're filling in this backstory. So now you have this character. Now you're giving him this kind of drug dealing past and stuff like that. But it also gives you depth to the character because now Sam has he, and this is something that again we'll get to when we talk about these these Captain America and the Falcon issues. But you have Sam basically always battling what is his true nature? Is it is his true nature to be a criminal, or is it true nature to be a hero? And it it kind of it 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 gives him depth. You, you you're like, okay, cool. He has to struggle with that he's real. He's not. He's he's basically the opposite of Captain America, where Captain America is just Captain America. He's straight laced. He's always been good. That's what's what he is. It's Captain America. Sam has a little bit of dirt, but it doesn't make him less of a hero. You know, and you can even argue it makes him more of a hero because while Cap had this moral compass and was given these powers that fit his internal moral compass, mm-hmm. Sam almost said, the, Sam worked to better himself. Right. And it, so you're absolutely right. And as we get to this, I really want to get into this Captain America and the Falcon issue. Like I said, I stumbled upon reading those and I was like, hey, this actually, okay, you get, you get a lot of Falcon in, Falcon in there. But I want to, before we do that, I want to kind of tie this back into what we were talking about with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Sam Wilson. And this is what I meant when I was saying, like, I like Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Sam Wilson, but I also see that in a way they kind of took away a little bit of what Sam Wilson is. And maybe maybe we'll get more of it. Maybe maybe we'll get we will get him. You know, the reason why he went into the military was because you know he got in trouble with the law or something like that. But I think they were afraid of how much of Sam's past from the comics you could put in. They wanted to put into a character, a black character, that that plays as a big role, especially next to Captain America. I think they were very aware of how that would play on screen. Right. And while I don't think it's wrong, I also think that again, I don't mind the Snap Wilson stuff because no, I've seen how if it I, had stayed where it was, you'd mind it. Right. Right, but the way that they have expanded it and used it and and embraced it, really, and I think that's the important part. And I think you know, there's there's been so much talk about Marvel needing you know more diversity in, in creators and, and writers and artists. And again, I tell people all the time, I 100% agree. You need more black uh, people of color. You need more women. You need you know any everybody else who's not white male working in comics, that's going to make everything better. However, I do appreciate the fact that there are white people at Marvel who have written Sam Wilson who haven't glossed over that Snap Wilson stuff right. and have embraced it and kept going with it and, and done it well, you know, and, and, and have been able to because I think another important key part about Sam Wilson is that, you know, we're all waiting for the T'Challa Black Panther to show up because we're like, oh, yeah, finally, an independent black man, and he's not going to take no shit. But 
when you actually read Sam Wilson, he doesn't he take really any, don't take no shit. He doesn't take any shit either. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, like right now, and and I and I think that's another thing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sam Wilson, you got to be careful with is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sam Wilson, he loses that. And I hate to say it this way, but he loses that street edge because he is military. So well, him at least we with, haven't seen the edge yet. Well, at least we haven't seen the edge yet. Because he's military and, and he's dealing with Cap, so it's kind of a military relationship. When you get Cap and, and, and Falcon in the in the books, though, it's it's a friendship. It's not military. Like, Cap will be saying, we'll be saying, some, we'll be saying some shit, saying some shit. Like, yeah, you do that. You know? You have fun doing that. That's that's not that'll help you out. That's not gonna help my black ass. And then you watch Cap trust him. Mm-hmm. And which I think is one of the best things in those in that run that Cap and Falcon run you're talking about. Yeah. It, they don't just tell you that they get along that they're a good team. You watch them trust each other. Mm-hmm. Here, um, let's play more of that. So we we skip. So we have one seventeen to one nineteen is when you first get the introduction of uh, Sam Wilson as Falcon. In one forty four, I believe one forty four. Captain America 144, Sam, at one point, uh, like, Cap is, like, sneaking around trying to spy on <laughs> on Sam because he feels like Sam is going to leave him. It's really like some hurt hurt woman syndrome. And, <laughs> and and Sam tells him, it's like, yeah, I got to fly on my own, man. I got to do my own thing. And I was like, wow. That's interesting. In uh, 170, he gets his wings. I think uh, he's working with Black Panther. I didn't read the issue. I just saw that he he gotten his wings from Black Panther in 170. Because right. before, before when, between 117 and 170, all you get is you get Sam Wilson and, and his um, uh, and Red Wing, but he's just fighting with the skills he learned from from Cap because Cap taught him how to fight on the island when they first met, which is right. again another hilarious thing to me is just that, and this is what I meant when I said it reads like a a, a 60s comic. Uh, Sam Wilson really gets a crash course in uh, <laughs> in their learning how to fight. From the world's greatest fighter, and he's he's good now. You get a lot of a lot of islands and a lot of uh, learning how to fight. Like that's right. the Green Arrow origin, basically. <laughs> it's like it's, it's a lot. That big, you know what? I can see comic writers in the sixties like, how's he gonna learn how to fight? Fuck it, put him on an island. It, it's it's, a, it's it's basically the comic <laughs> version of the montage, yo. It really is. <laughs> and, and like I said, it's I, I I can't fault it. I mean, and that's what I mean when I say when you when you read it, it reads like it. Every comic does this in that time yeah. period, so you can't even be mad at it. You just have to be, you have to be mentally prepared for it. But I think something you touched on that's really important, and I mean, this is not a cop out. Marvel does even more creators of color, the the industry more creators of color. Um, but I think especially at Marvel, because they aren't, because for so long they weren't owned by, and and I'm not again. It sounds like I'm bashing DC, but it's just a different different way the, the organizations run. DC's, DC's been owned by Time Warner, excuse me, by W. By Warner Brothers for years, mm-hmm. so it's harder to change their characters. With Marvel, it was easier to come in and say, "You know what? This may be a white guy, but this is a white guy who brings diversity of thought." Mm-hmm. And it would be easy. And, and you, I mean, you saw it over at DC too, but like with like the John Stewart, Denny O'Neill run, like that's there's some groundbreaking, like very real social commentary there. Mm-hmm. But I think at Marvel, especially in the seventies, with like Jim Shooter and and Jim Starlin and those guys. It was very much like we need to get as many different perspectives in the quote unquote bullpen, which, by the way, never existed. And that makes me sad. As a kid, I always imagined all the writers in one room, but whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you, and I think that is the another important thing. Like I said, I said it in my piece about the Marvel comic not being appropriation. Is that while I do want, um, I saw I saw a review today of of the Infinity Wars with the the Black Nova family, and the, the review was good. They liked it and stuff like that. But then they came in and they were like, "Well, my one my one issue is that it's written by a white person." I was like, "Oh, come on, stop doing that." But you only know it's written by a white person because you Googled them, right? And and I think. That to me, I—that's I, why it doesn't bother me. I want to see more black people, more Indian people, more Asian people, more, more anybody who's who's not a white male writing drawing comic books. Yes. But I also think it's equally important for white males at these at these companies to know how to write and draw minority characters because you can't leave it up to a black person to only be the ones to be able to tell these stories. And they shouldn't be that way because like eventually you're going like, to, I, I look at it like this way, the way they did the, 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 the black Panther and storm storm. Right. Writing, right. At some point, somebody's going to come through who didn't create that and didn't write that and have to deal with that. And if they come in and they don't respect that, it's going to go away. So you need, so I think that, you should be able to respect and write any character. Yes. No matter what your ethnicity is. And like I said, I, 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 I when I, when, you, when Marvel brings in, you know, people of color to write comic books, it shouldn't just be to write the people of color. Like you should be able to bring in a black, a black guy to write, you know, a, a book on Steve Rogers. You know, you should be able to bring in, you know, a woman to write, you know, uh, uh, Iron Man. It, Brian should, Bendis, a, a Jew, should be able to write Miles Morales. Yeah. The character he created. Yeah. You know, Brian K. Vaughn does a great job over there Yo. Uh, writing <laughs> writing women. Like, when it comes to Saga and Why the Last Man, like, and but we need, and I, I, I need more people, I, I need more of that. Yeah. You know, because like I said, I mean, and this is kind of off topic, but kind of related to this because this is our first minority character we're talking about here on mm-hmm. the character corner. But it's kind of like how when, you know, DC did the redesign of Wonder Woman's costume. Now, I understand some of you might not like it for aesthetic purposes, but there was a lot of a lot of men who just didn't like it because it covered up. There was the Batgirl uh, costume. It's like they didn't like that because, you know, it was too. It was too bland, and I'm like, "Well, you're." I didn't like the back of her costume for lots of reasons. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, <laughs> again, there there were legit there were legit issues with with some of these costumes, but then there was also just a whole you could feel it. You don't like it because you can't draw her boobs, just hanging out there. Like, who was it? Power Girl that everybody loves drawing because it's basically she has a window on her tits. Just yeah, you can. If you if that's the only way you can draw women, you might be in the wrong business. Yeah, and I think that is that to me is is a bigger. Uh, it's it's it needs to be. It's not a bigger step. It needs to be one of the steps when we talk about diversity. Because yes, you need to get more black uh, and other people, uh, women and other minorities in these writing rooms and into drawings and stuff. But at the same time, um, you need to be. It doesn't excuse you. Like you need to be able to understand these things, and even if you don't have another black person, or 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 black woman, or woman period, or uh, a Muslim woman, or anybody, if you don't have anybody who's not white male in the room with you, 
you should still be under understand that your fans might not be white males. And you need to be able to reach and understand where they're coming from and they're fans of these characters and you need to be able to write those. Like that is an important part. And I think when I see Sam Wilson and what, what's been going on with him, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate right. that they've they've kind of taken some of the earlier concepts, they've taken some of the stuff that might have been problematic and they spun it in a way so that you can actually respect it. Selfishly, I've just got a great Captain Marvel pitch, and I think that if we get more diversity, a black man can write Captain Marvel. Hey. Hey, why not? I've got a pitch. I'm ready. You know? <laughs> why not? You know, like I said, I mean, as much as we talked about Ava Duvernay, Renee, you know, not uh, should have been, you know, uh, people wanted her to do Black Panther. It's like, hey, she could do Black Panther. She could also do Inhumans. Man, she could she could do she could do Miss she could do uh, Captain Marvel. Yo, you know that's that's what I, I everybody's like. My friend that was low key. I was like, you let her do Captain Marvel. I'm still not convinced she might not. Me neither. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing with I, me. I'm like, I'm, still, I'm not convinced that her saying no to one project doesn't mean the conversation's over. Listen, listen. I am not convinced that that that, that she closed the door all the way on there. Hell no. I am not. She so, was way too. She first of all, both sides. Normally, you see something like this, you might see a little venom from one side. Both sides were like, "Look, we just want to work together. This wasn't right, our project." Right. So I listen, was like, damn it. So and and so I think people were looking short sighted when we go. Hey, you, we, we need to tell our story. And I, and I get that we want to tell our stories. Exactly. But there's no reason why we can't tell other stories. Like I said, Christian Priest wrote, not, it, it wasn't just the Falcon. It was Captain America and the Falcon. Right. He wrote, you know, there was a bunch of characters that were written in there. You know, so I don't know. I, I think that I like how, and to bring it back to Sam Wilson, like I said, I like how they've been able to... Um, to do this and bring all of his stuff together, like all his flaws, they've kind of embraced that. And I think that makes the character, like the more and more I read about him, the more and more I like that just because when I, when you read all of these issues with Sam Wilson and you come to the all new Captain America, like I end up reading, we're jumping ahead now, reading the, um, the issue, uh, Captain America 25 in what is it, volume seven. Yeah. When, when, when Cap actually hands him the shield and makes him, Make some um, uh, uh, pass the mental over to him. Like I kind of felt that. Like I'm reading that, and I had he's earned it. You you watched him earn it, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This is overdue. You know, because I think even in that issue, Captain America's talking about all the other people that have kind of taken up the shield before him, and when you think about it, none of them are really worthy of doing that. Exactly. I mean, like Sam has been there for Cap. And I think Cap even said it at one point. He was when you're talking about this. He's like, "This is a guy who doesn't have a suit. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a magic hammer. But when it's time to do something, he goes out there and he just does it. He doesn't hesitate. He doesn't think. He just does it. It's like, who does that sound like? <laughs> That's Cap. It, you know, it's it's so funny because when you read it, especially with the reading that we've done and on the character, it lands. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, and I hate to go back to the old buddy on the Facebook thread. That's the difference between a gimmick and genuine character development. Right. It never felt rushed. It felt almost like you said. It felt like about damn time. No, it really was. There's been yeah. times in the past. There are times in the past in books that we didn't read where Sam has turned down the shield. Mm -hmm. Cap's offered it, and Sam said no. Mm -hmm. This time, Cap would take no for an answer. He said, "Nah, this is you." <laughs> right. You, 
You got you got you got to do this. And you like because they embraced Snap Wilson and because they embraced the 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 weird conceit of being able to control birds. Because they embraced being Cap's partner for so long. Because they embraced his 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 flaws, watching him achieve beyond the flaws matters more. It's like cheering for it's like the difference between uh uh cheering for the trust fund kid who got a good job or the kid you watched earn that job. Mhm. Mhm. I um if you I think it's so you you brought up uh and, and talking to birds the red wing thing. So his his his, his partner in crime if you will is his right. falcon trusted falcon a red wing. And what's what's interesting about this is how that's even developed. Because at first it was just he trained this bird. And mm-hmm. that somehow like, again, they left enough ambiguity in, in, in there when talking about how he's able to communicate with this bird that they could develop it and they developed it over time. Because right. at first it's just like, oh well, I trained him and that and we just had we he just we we just we just know how to do it. And you're just like, okay, cool. You go with it because it's it's comic books and it's 1960s, and you're just like, whatever. Then I believe in in 174, Captain America 174, Professor X kind of goes, well, you kind of have a empathetic link with your with with your bird. So I think like that how it goes. And then in 186, when Red Skull kind of reveals that he's the one that was kind of manipulated Sam Wilson with the Cosmic Cube, he kind of admits that he kind of amplified. That communication between Red Wing and uh, and Sam, and then that link is just kind of developed over time. Where you get into the all new Captain America, and he basically saves the world <laughs> with this communication. Yeah, you know he turns it into something that is is huge, and it's it's one of those things that you think originally you're like, what is? I think it's even when it's when. Uh, Sam Wilson joins the event, officially joins Avengers, I think, in Avengers number 181. And I believe it's in that issue that they're doing it. He's basically the, the minority recruit. He really is the minority recruit. He's the token. He's the, He is the token. And, again, it sounds bad, but Marvel actually does a good they job. They pull it off so – and because you – because I remember reading that but like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, gonna be, I'm worried about this. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong as hell. Wait, was that the first time you read it? Was it just, or you read it before? I, yeah, because, okay, so you know I'm pretty Marvel well-read. Mm-hmm. For a long period of time, Falcon was like a very tertiary character because there's a there's a create, like there's a well-known cat creative run. And it ran through most of the 90s and a lot of the 80s when I was reading the most. Mm-hmm. The cat creative run kind of ends, and I hate to, to, to glom onto this, but kind of when Civil War started... And the first person in Cap's side was Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time really getting invested in Sam. And so when I read doing the research for this, that Avengers issue, I was like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched him tell off Henry Gyrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, that, and that's the great thing about it. So he gets, he, he joined in 181. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I love this because this is me going back and telling people when, when uh when we first did all new cap when for all new Captain America first came out, Rod from Black Eye Tips was like, "Man, we need one of the Avengers to be like not okay with this," and we just he just randomly picked Hawkeye. And I know people were just so upset. We're like, "No, Hawkeye would never do this." However, when you go back and read Avengers one eighty one, Hawkeye exactly did this. 
this is exactly what Hawkeye did because Hawkeye got because what happens is they they they're they're trying to get the 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 Avengers back and we talked about this in um the it's the same issue that that's the first appearance of um Scott Lang because Scott Lang is working security at the beginning of the the thing um in um Avengers Mansion in this issue they're basically they have to whittle the team the Avengers team down to seven yep and. Hawkeye doesn't get picked, but Sam does because Sam's going to be the token. And Hawkeye is not pleased. And at one point he goes, you mean the guy who's rapping with birds? So good. I love that. So racism. good. So good. Love that racism. And I just want to say I told you guys so. <laughs> oh, goodness. But um, no, no, no. But you're, you're right. And, and, and but the, the thing about that, when they, when, they, when they add him in there, it's a recurring theme. That Sam is not happy with being the token. There's no Sam. Sam's not happy being handed anything. No. He. Oh, let me see if I actually. I'm wondering if I actually took the the the, the screenshot of this. But there's one in particular. I don't think I got it. Uh, he's literally talking to somebody, and he's just like he's he's Sam telling um Cap telling him to behave. And to calm down, and Sam's just like nah, and he's like he's like kind of speaking like like you would like a, a a stereotypical white person would speak to a a, a brother, and yeah. that's how he's yeah, that's how he's talking, and you're just like oh yeah, Sam's not happy with this, and hey, this is actually good. I'm I'm glad they wrote it this way. Yeah, I'm invested. Right, like wow, he's not okay because again, it's another argument you get from people going oh they just you know you know if you just read. Like a Wikipedia on this, you're like, oh, they just made, they just gave Sam Wilson, you know, the position on the Avengers to be a token, and that's all he is, and that's all he cares for. But when you read it, you realize that, yes, they did do that, and Sam was not happy happy about that. He left the first chance he got. Yeah, yeah. I think when uh, Power Man comes back, he's like, I'm out. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is a great time for me to hand in my 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 uh, my, my Avengers card. He's like, they're like, why? He's like, I'm not, I'm nobody's token. You know, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. and this issue didn't come out in 2012. This issue came out in 1979. Right, right. I mean, these. The, uh, I was shocked. I was shocked because <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. Because again, when you when you when you because ten years of, ago it was Snap Wilson. Right. So you, when you think about the issues with diversity in the big two. You you get nervous, you get a little worried. You you're you're thinking about it like, oh well, is this gonna matter? You know, what are they gonna do here? Oh my goodness, oh no. You know, he's the affirmative action add on, of course he is, and but you're seeing them actually write this and it's for the time period, it's good. It, it's so funny because like you said, there's a natural hesitancy for us as readers to say, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this. But you have to remember that at a certain point, comics were almost banned. Mm-hmm. Like at a certain point, like a lot of the people who decided to stay in comics had that sense of social responsibility. Mm-hmm. They had that kind of they were they weren't afraid to speedy shooting heroin on a comic on a cover of a Green Arrow comic. Mm-hmm. Like they like they were, and I'm not saying it was across the board because people are going to pull out these issues and say, "What about this?" It's not across the board. Oh no! But there were creators and there were editors and editorial groups that were dedicated to saying, hey, man, we can use these stories to tell something bigger. And that's when comics, in my eyes, get elevated from comics to like a true 
literary medium. Because mm-hmm. you're ta- you're tackling the issues of the day. Like 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 I know you and I are sci-fi guys. Sci-fi has always been is at its best when it's an allegory for the world around it. Mm-hmm. That's the same with comics. Mm-hmm. Civil War isn't called Civil War because Cap and Iron Man are fighting. It's because literally there's two ideologies on what makes someone safe and what's what what's the cost of safety. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's it it works. I mean, I, I I don't know how else to say it. And like I said, I was very I was I was pleasantly surprised because I'm not gonna lie, I was a little worried. You know, especially if you just go off of reading, like Wikipedia or things like this, right? You you get you you get worried, you know, and you think to yourself, "It's like this is not going to work. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna enjoy this. I'm not gonna like this." And then you find out that hey, no, they they actually did care. They actually did write these characters in a way. Um, and like you said, it's not across the board. No, it 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 it, it, it doesn't always um, make sense. But they're there. Like I say I think it's one ninety five, where he actually ends up leaving. I'm trying to see. No, maybe it's not. Maybe it's um one ninety six. I think I put it in the the email I sent to you. Let me see. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, he basically hands. He basically hands. He's like, "Yeah, now's the perfect time for me to go ahead and um, and, and leave. You guys are, you guys, you guys will be good. You guys don't need me." And um, yeah, maybe it's one ninety four. I can always tell. You can always tell with these with these issues because they he's on the cover <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, there we go. I think this is it. <clears throat> I'm trying to find out. Gonna skip to the page. Near the end, da, 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 da. Uh, maybe it's not. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to trying to actually find. Oh, now here it is. Yeah, so uh, he's there. Uh, Power Man comes back. He's like, "Well, I for one want to welcome you back, a oh, Wonder Man. I want to welcome you, welcome you back, Wonder Man. Your reinstatement is makes uh, is going to make it a lot easier." For me to turn in my resignation. And Cap's like, what do you mean? What I mean is that the main reason I joined the, Fal- Fal- the Avengers was to fill a, qu- a government qu- quota. And that quota no longer exists. It's been an interesting gang and sort of fun. But I never was much of a group person. So I'm handing in my walking papers. Maybe that'll ease some of the tension that I've seen that brought with me. Um, and then he flies out. You know, he's like, goes on his own. And he gets a pretty good miniseries by Christopher Priest. Mm-hmm. After that, and and well, you know, I think it's a little bit ways away because that's it's a ways away. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, like because because like I said, like there's a kind of a creative drought in some places in Marvel, and he's not really a big player in Marvel for a while. No, he's always there, but he's not like a huge player until well, like the early 2000s. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, about the early 2000s. So then you get this. Excuse me. So you get this Christopher Priest, uh, Captain America, and the Falcon run. Yeah. It's, four, it's 14 issues. That's uh, great. It's all, again, thank you, Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> Would never have known this was there. Like, I knew about the Christopher Priest um, Black Panther run, and we'll eventually do that. But I had no idea about this Captain America and the Falcon run. I'm like, I'm reading this. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, wow. We're going to 
And it's basically cap. It's it, it can be a little confusing at times. Uh, and there is like a, a little bit of tie-ins for uh, Avengers Disassembled with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. But overall, it's it's salmon, it's salmon and, and Captain America working together and Sam's kinda you know seems like he might be devolving back to the little Snap Wilson stuff. And it's more along the lines of him just kinda embracing that he's a man of two worlds. And there are several times he kinda calls Cap out. Like Cap is like, Hey, listen, let's just do like at one there there's a lot going on in here, but just know there's this there's an anti cap <laughs> that the the Navy has, the U.S. Navy has created. That they pull off better than it sounds. Yeah, it, 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 it pulled off pretty well. And at one point, Sam and, and Cap have, have kind of hidden this guy from the Navy. The Navy wants him, uh, uh, Cap to turn him back over. And Cap knows if he does that, they're going to kill this guy. And Cap doesn't want to do that. So... The admiral, admiral uh, named Jimmy, is basically like, "Well, I can't do nothing to Captain America, but what I can do is I can arrest the Falcon, because the right. Falcon had, had had kind of broken into Gitmo and saved a, you know, saved a black uh, journalist. Uh, he's like, I can't arrest the Falcon, and Buck was like, the fuck if you will, <laughs> you and, <try>. and yeah, <laughs> and and Cap was like, yo, well, you know, we'll make a deal, it'll be okay, and and Sam kind of looks at Cap every now and then and goes. It'll be okay for you, not my black ass. You know that's not how. Like you're saying this shit, and you're saying I need to calm down. I need to do this, but you're not the one whose ass is on the line here. And you get a lot of Sam Wilson kind of being his own character and and doing something that you don't see very often, which is tell Cap, no, we're not gonna. I'm gonna do my own thing, and we'll be okay. So for me, this is one of the first times I get kind of into Falcon. Mm-hmm. And going back and doing the research, it's interesting to me because he's never portrayed as subservient to Cap. Mm-hmm. But it's always kind of like an undertone of this is kind of the new Bucky. Mm-hmm. Until this, because this is not like Captain America's book and then there's a bunch of Falcon guest spots. Mm-hmm. He's got billing with Cap in the title. Yeah. And it's the first time, and they used, like you said, the Snap Wilson reversion. It's the first time you felt like, yo, Maybe we're seeing the relationship for the first time the way in story Cap's always seen it mm-hmm. as true partners. Because when it's it's hard to see them as partners, even in even subconsciously when it's Cap's book, right? But by Christopher Priest pushing for, which by the way, I did a little research, it was, it was behind the scenes push hmm. for him to say, "I want I want Falcon in the title." It's not a Cap story; it's a Captain American and Falcon story. Good, and it is. And it really and but. It carries through the writing, and maybe it's just a subconscious thing of seeing his name on the cover for me. Mm-hmm. But I thought that it was really communicated well in the series. Yeah, you know what? I think in some of the earlier issues they have, they'll have like Captain America and the Falcon, but it's never, it's never like you said, it's never equal. Like it's it's like the Falcon kind of written under. Yeah, it's a big. It's Captain Cap- America and the Falcon, but the Falcon tags on there for like three issues. Right. This is a book that said volume one, number one, Captain, Captain America and the Falcon. Right. And it's it's equal. And they are in a lot of times a lot of this a lot of this run, this 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 fourteen issue run, is people kind of asking uh Cap, yo, what's going on with your boy Sam? And Cap going, 
Man, I don't even know. <laughs> like, because people kind of go to Cap thinking, hey, listen, you got to control your boy. And Cap kind of going, I don't know if I can, you know, because it's not he's not really mine to control. Exactly. That, and, but the thing is, it doesn't come from Cap saying, oh, I physically, you know, there's no way for you to do it. It's like, that's not, you don't, that's how this relationship is. Right. I, I don't control him. I, that's I my boy. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, I remember when uh, it's like Cap and I can't remember what the, who was it? Was it Morales? What was the other female um, agent's name? I can't remember what her name was. He was like, "Hey, uh, is is Morales, Sam, yeah. He's like, "Is Sam gonna? Is Sam gonna? Did Sam get your stuff?" He's like, "I don't really know what Sam's gonna do. Is doing right now. He's kind of like winging it, but um, I'm gonna assume so, and I'm just gonna trust him. And that's what it's gonna be. And that's what it is. A lot of it comes down to Cap just going. Sam's going through some shit right now. I'm just gonna have to trust him." If 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 you if you're listening this far and you have a very limited time to get exposed to to cat to to Sam Wilson, this is the series, this is the 14 issues I'd say yeah. go to first. Yeah, read this and then read the all new Captain America. The 60s is all new Captain. Those America. Those are the two things you need the most. Get those, and they're all on Marvel Unlimited. Because um, Marvel did this for you, right? And and the great thing about the great thing about the 14 issues here and the um, all new Captain America runs is. What they, they're both great entry points for you because you don't need to go back and read the Sam Wilson stuff because they bring it up in here. Right. They they go back and kind of retell you that story a little bit so that you get his background in a couple panels and you understand this. I mean, here's the thing. Here's how you know this book, the, the, this Christopher Priest book on, on Sam Wilson is great. It kind of opens with, you know, Sam kind of going AWOL. Sam breaks out <laughs> a, a journalist at a Gitmo. You know, and it's kind of people are like, uh, everybody's kind of like, Sam, you got 20, uh, Steve, you got 24 hours to kind of figure out what the fuck he's doing. Because, you know, what the fuck is he doing? You know, Sam kind of got, does it, does his own thing. And, but the, the great thing about it is Cap trusts him. Exactly. And that's why, like I said, so you, you read that, then read, uh, so another one thing to read, read that issue of volume six, issue, uh, Number twenty five, where where he becomes Captain America, I think that's also another great. You actually, you really, if you just if you read that too, you also get another good feel for why Steve Rogers says yes, you can be Captain America. What? Well, yes, you are going to be Captain America. You know, there's no yeah. there's no asking. Um, and then you go and you read these six issues of all new Captain America with him being a Captain America, and I'm so I fucking love it. Oh. And the thing that's what that's when I walked away from that Facebook that it was like Cap or Sam Stone is inferior. I was like, y'all, you know what you're talking about, dog. So the the and the thing that he brought up when he said Cap Cap is shown uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America shown as inferior. There's a scene in the beginning where um, Sam jumps through the window and throws his shield, and he misses these these um these Hydra agents. And uh, who is the who's who's Cap's son? Nomad. Nomad. Nomad is there and it's like, man, you, you did it all wrong. You know, how you miss. And I, that is what the guy on Facebook was saying shows that he's inferior because Cat would never be that incompetent, blah, blah, blah. But what he doesn't, what he, what he ignored from that is, and Sam even says it's a Nomad. He goes, yeah, there's a bunch of guys outside that I just hit with that shield. Like, Sam is doing shit because he also has his wings still. He's doing shit that Cap could never do. So he's flying and throwing the shield off of things and hitting people. So he's doing all this shit. He f- crashes his window. He misses once. 
once. And Nomad goes, yeah, man, that was terrible. And You know, you know what it reminds me of? When Dick Grayson took over as Batman. Mm-hmm. He had to have Alfred, like, make the cape lighter. It's too heavy. I can't move. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, it just, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of my life. <laughs> it reminds me of my life. It reminds me of that whole thing of, you're black, you have to be twice as good as everybody else. You're not allowed to make a mistake. Because the book or, in or a not book... Even, not even a mistake. Do things differently. Right. Right. Like, no matter what... like. It is it is the visual embodiment of it doesn't matter what you just did. What matters is what I see in front of me right now, because that's exactly what happened. Like the 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 pages of of Sam Wilson um, infiltrating this base is they're amazing. You're like, this is good. Oh wow, he's he's using Red Wing. He's you know uh, using the shield. He's Cap doing, couldn't fly either, asshole. Like, right. it's, just, Cap couldn't it's fly. a whole new thing. Yeah, it's a whole new thing. I'm like, this is this is amazing. Then he crashes the window, and Nomad goes, "Oh yeah, you miss you miss terribly with that shield." And you're like, "Really?" But, if, if, really? But for some people, that's all they read, which blew my mind. I was like, "I don't get it." And I'm like, "But I, but to me, that was the point. It was like he did like Caps never missed, right? Caps never missed." He, he, he does all this other shit. He misses once, and it's already too much. Yeah, talk about him. I come on. And then later on, I think in in like issue five or something like that, or no, it's I think it's six, the last one, where he's actually chasing after the vampire. Uh, I can't. Was it? I don't know what the vampire's name was. Was it just the vampire Hydra agent? I can't yeah. remember what it was. He actually, you actually see him f- flying, throwing the shield off of two buildings, directly off two buildings, and hit him in the face. You're like, yeah, I don't see nobody giving him cheers on that one. That's pretty badass. Cap doesn't fly. Cap couldn't do that shit. You know? Yeah. So, oh, man, yeah. It's an incredible run. It's an inc- it's, it's a great run. And I know you started off talking, talking about the need for diverse creators. Rick Amender is a, young, a white, young white dude. Mm-hmm. He, wrote, he writes the shit out of, out of Sam Wilson. Oh, goodness. Christopher Priest is a 70-year-old white man. Mm-hmm. And he writes the shit out of Sam Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I know it, we talk about diversity in the room, and I agree. But I'm not going to say that because they're white, they they miss the character. No. they. I've uh, never cared more about Sam Wilson than I did in that Priest run and then in this Reminder run. Yeah. They, amazing. Amazing. Like, they, they got and embraced the character. Right. And I think that's an important piece. And in this uh, Remender run, he fully embraces the character because you get, again, uh, we didn't talk much about him, but Red Wing really has been, like, this This bird apparently has the uh, the affinity serum in it, too. Because this bird does not die. Been through some shit, man. Somebody got to answer a question about well, that. Well, he used to be one of the pet Avengers, I believe. I didn't, I didn't go through that <laughs> stuff. But it was, it, it's, he's one of the only pet Avengers, I think, that's still around. Yeah, and it's still like a, a a huge deal. Like Red Wing is is an asshole. <laughs> He's always scratching people. He's always like, it's just uh, yeah. Red Wing is 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 awesome, but he's basically Sam's partner in everything, and he he plays heavily, heavily in this um this 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 new all new Captain America run. And we're not going to spoil it because people are still reading it, but. 
give these six issues a great chance. No, definitely do. And then when all new Marvel now starts, and I'm going to go on a quick little rant here about how much I love Marvel because people are saying they want to see Sam Wilson as Cap in the movies and X, Y, and Z. I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know. What I can tell you is that Marvel has moved away from saying, oh, all our movies have to line up with all of our comics. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, let's use the comics now to try new things. There's a new Guardians of the Galaxy launching after um, Marvel, after Secret Wars ends. And two members are Kitty Pride and Ben Grimm the Thing. Mm-hmm. You're never going to see that in the theaters because of where rights work. But I'll be damned if it doesn't make sense and I'll be damned if I'm not interested in that book. The previews for the Cap book have Cap and Sam at each other's damn throats. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. They're taking chances in their books. I, I was on the Gaming Events podcast doing an Arkham Knight review a couple weeks ago. And we ended up talking about the trailers that came out of San Diego. And I spoke about the issue, the 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 the, the the worries I have with Time Warner or Warner Brothers, excuse me, and their film arm and their the lack of communication with the comics arm. And now it feels like they're going a little bit too far and trying to match up everything to match up so they can tell the same story in different mediums. Marvel tried that with X-Men. Mm-hmm. That's where we got the black costumes and Grant Morrison, which is a great run, but still the leather's weird. Marvel now is saying, oh, our movies are good enough to stand on their own. That Sam Wilson can stand on his own. This Sam Wilson's growing his cap. Right. And it's not a gimmick. It's not, maybe, it's comic books. So everything's cyclical. Steve Rogers will have the shield again at some point. Oh, yeah, he will. But until, that's my thing. You and I have talked about this. If you're going to tell me a good story on the ride, I'm down for the ride. Mm -hmm. Superior Spider-Man, on its face, sounds stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. You've read it, right, Chris? Oh, yeah. Dog. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I said, I, uh, you, you, we'll eventually have to do uh, Superior Spider-Man or yeah. CBBC. But, yeah, man, it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, And not only that, though, you know, just like Thor will get his hammer back, you know, the male Thor will get his hammer back. And stuff like right. That. That'll eventually happen. But the great thing about this is you, you're what you're what you're doing is you're creating a Miles Morales situations. Mm-hmm. Where, hey, Peter Parker now and, and Miles Morales are now going to exist in the same universe. And that's fine. Like, Miles Morales will still be Spider-Man. Like, it's, it, it's, it can still work. So, even if or when Steve Rogers gets the shield back, Sam Wilson will have had grown so much and gotten so many fans. There's no way to walk back the exposure. No. He'll have just as much exposure as anybody else, if not more, or who knows, maybe you move on. Because here's the thing, um, it, it reminds me of the Scott Lang thing. Right. Because um, I've been seeing some people, I saw something, something stupid the other day, and it, it made me go, hey, I, I know you don't read comics. This guy goes, well, you know, Hank Pym is my Ant-Man. And I'm like, well, technically, he really hasn't. Because even when we're reading, Hank Pym shows up in the Christian Priest um, mm-hmm. issues. Uh, they don't call him Ant-Man. They either call him, they call him, at one point, I think somewhere else they call him Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket, Giant Man, Goliath. Yeah. Or Dr. Just, or, Pym. Or just Dr. Pym. Scott Lang is Ant-Man. Always been Ant-Man, always gonna be Ant-Man. Right. I mean, so, like, it might just be that, hey, maybe Steve Rogers never, and, and continuity never actually becomes Captain America again. He just becomes Steve Rogers. You know, and or which would still or, work and still works because the, 
Marvel's done this before. They did it with Ant-Man. <laughs> you know? This is not the first time that the mantle has been passed on and it's been okay. You know, we've... Shit, if you want to go to other, other companies, we just did Wally West. <laughs> Wally West wasn't called Wally West. He was the Flash. Right. So why would it be... Why can't you do the same thing with Sam Wilson? Now, I'm pretty sure Steve Rogers will, ever, will, will get the shield back and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't have to because... That, that's the thing is, as long as you're telling me a good story mm-hmm. in the gap... Right. I'm down for the ride. Yeah. Let's so, roll. Like I said, it's... I've been enjoying... I, 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 I really... In, I was... this. I love doing this character corner and reaching for this because um, I, I was so busy with San Diego Comic-Con, I... I only recently started really getting like it was this week that I started reading some of this stuff. Yeah, it was last week for me. And I was like, huh. This stuff is actually pretty good. Like Sam Wilson actually has a bigger background than I thought he is. He's a he's actually a, a more well fleshed out character, which just got gets me thinking that a lot of these characters, these minority characters, just need exposure. Like they have backgrounds that just need to be filled in. You know? You can turn them into great characters. You just need to give them the space to do that. And and I feel like that is what Marvel's doing right now. You know, when right. I see their lineup coming up in the fall right now, you know, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing characters that you haven't seen. Like you look at you look at the covers of the and, and the issues they're putting out, and you know, your Avengers doesn't look like the Avengers from twenty years ago. You know? And Here's how hyped I am. I still haven't spoiled who Thor is. Dude, I, I get real I I leave a blank when I'm talking about it. Yeah. I, 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 I yeah. The issue came out like two months ago and I refuse yeah. to tell anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. I refuse to just read the story. Yeah. It's because it's, it's a it's a good story. <laughs> it's it's good. It's it And that's Jason Aaron, who's a bearded guy from uh rural Alabama writing a very believable woman. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh real quick so we can wrap this up. Uh other than telepathy with birds, he doesn't really have any powers. Sam Wilson. Uh, nope. The one thing he does have is his wings. Uh, these are mostly Black Panther did most of the designing for most most of the time Black Panther did designing for his wings. The ones that he uses, his old wings get destroyed in issue two of the Captain America and the Falcon ones. The new ones that that Panther Panther never shows up in that run. No, never shows up. But <laughs> Wakanda, <laughs> the Wakanda. The guy who's uh the the guy who's running the consulate, the the embassy for of Wakanda, who Sam and um Steve always go to, and has uh the the new wings and stuff for, for uh Sam, fucking hilarious. Can he just he has this like the most, he has the most condescending shit to say about Steve Rogers and America and shit like that. Like he's he's full on Wakanda needs to be isolated shit. And it's fucking hilarious, but uh, the the new wings that Panther designed for him were actually pretty cool. They were the holographic wings. Yeah, the uh, hard light. The hard, yeah, the hard light. Uh, they were awesome. They were, they were pretty. They were pretty tough. The ones he's got now are pretty badass too. Well, yeah, these and these are the ones that were designed, I believe, by Tony. By Tony, yeah. These are these. They're vibranium. They're they're vibranium, and yeah, they're pretty badass too. So imagine this: he has not only a cap, he has not only a shield. A vibranium shield. He has vibranium wings. Right. Yeah, he's basically. Uh, you know what? He's new archangel. 
<laughs> he's not Archangel. Oh my God. Why did you hit me this way? <laughs> he's not Archangel. Oh my God. Marvel, you are brilliant. Oh, you have Archangel without actually having the rights to Archangel. Oh, amazing. Amazing how that works. You know, you're laughing because you know it's true. I know. It's exactly why I'm laughing. Oh, my God. He's not Archangel. Um, oh, man. Well, real quick, uh, if you want to, you can also read the uh, – I, I, I skimmed through him real quick. The Ultimate Version uh, it appears in Ultimate Nightmare 1 through 5. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, nothing, nothing it was, major. It's, and he's not bad there. It's just you can tell the Ultimate Universe is running out of steam. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. Yeah, it, they, it, make him the, they make him the the the, the full on Falcon. I think an Ultimate Vision, mm-hmm. and he becomes part of like he becomes very integral to that story. But um, his best stuff six one six. Yeah, like I said, I I like I like the I like the Snap Wilson background on Tim Wilson just because of how much the character has grown over the years. Yeah, and that it may like I said, I totally understand why they didn't. And, and maybe they'll get elements. I hope they do get elements of that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I think I, I do think that it is an important and an important growth for that. And I yeah. really urge anybody who who has doubts about you know Sam Wilson as Captain America to go back and read some of the issues we're going to put out in the show notes mm-hmm. and, and really give it a chance. Like I said, if you if you just read the Christopher Priest run. Uh, the last issue of uh, Volume Seven of Captain America, and then the all new Captain America issues. I think you'll you'll see that, but I, I also encourage you to go back and read some of the other issues as well, because you'll see that you know there's been a, a progression of kind of being true to him and not having him take shit. It's the kind. It's the reason the Marvel movies work. They find the distilled core of the character, and then tell the story from there. Mm-hmm. And same way, and I know that. Civil War was used as a way to kind of bring Luke Cage to the forefront as like an Avengers leader. Mm-hmm. The first person to join up with Cap was Sam. Mm-hmm. And while it doesn't get put up in the story, I don't think enough, it matters. I think the issue is New Avengers 21. Mm-hmm. You see him join Cap and he doesn't even hesitate. It's, 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 their relationship's it's 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 just as important to me as the character standing alone because you watch the relationship. It, it culminates in him getting the shield. Yeah, I mean, if if you think about it, as much as people talk about Bucky and Captain America, Cap- Steve and Sam has been a more developed relationship almost easily, and it makes a lot of sense, and it. Like I, I and I think I'm saying this as somebody who's a new convert to the altar of the Falcon and Sam Wilson, but the character's actually really good. I mean, we kind of write him off as oh, it's just Falcon, it's just a secondary character. But when, if you actually go back and read some of the stuff, you'll see that this like, well, you might think that, but Steve's never thought that. Right. You know, Steve Rogers never considered, you know, Sam Wilson as Ephraim. You know, you might consider him as just a, just Captain America's sidekick. He's never viewed Sam as that. And Sam never viewed himself as that. And that's what hit me the first time I read the priest run. Right. Like, oh. Even subconsciously, I was like, I guess I'd put him mm-hmm. as a sidekick. And he's yeah. not. He's a partner. There's a, a difference. Exactly. It is, it, is a, it is a partnership. 
And that's why I am now even more looking forward to to Civil War because I want to see that. I I, want to like in. I mean, even when you think about Winter Soldier, when they did Winter Soldier, like Sam, Sam, it's almost you you remember like how you said that uh, Sam was the first one to join up with with Cap in Civil War. In Winter Soldier, remember Sam doesn't hesitate there either. You know, yeah. Like he's like when when Cap's like Cap's talking to Natasha's like, "Yo, I need somebody. We need we need to find somebody to help." And Sam <laughs> pops down and stuff. He's like, "That's my resume. Like, I'm I'm in. Let's go." You know. And even when they're talking to Fury, mm-hmm. and Fury's pulling the the you know we do things my way, he turns to Sam and says, "I do what he does, just slower." <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 try to divide us, man. Right. We're good. You know. And I I, I I'm looking forward to seeing that develop because I want to see. And if you think about it, or and we got it in Age of Ultron a little bit with, with, with a few scenes. Cap has only told Sam about you know the the finding Bucky. Yeah, that that friendship. Like I know you harped on the military kind of camaraderie, mm-hmm. but it's developed over the, the even mm-hmm. one movie and then the course of like four scenes in Age of Ultron. Right, it's developed into real friendship. Right, and. That's great because that is such a key to these characters, and it's such a small, nuanced thing that shows and the care that Marvel puts into the product. Right, and like I said, I this is why uh, I, I I admit that I come off a of horror sometimes when I'm like, oh, you, why are you guys being so stupid about this shit? It's it's so plain. I I really do urge everybody to go out and, and, and look this up and read this stuff and, and and find it, and you'll see you'll see what we're talking about. That we're not it's not about standing for Marvel. But more along the lines of just recognizing stuff that that we ourselves and like I said, I, I I never knew, I never knew, um, I I, I, j- I just didn't. So yeah, that that was great. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Like I said, these are all all the issues we talked about, and maybe some more will be in um, they'll be in the show notes from there. Uh, so. I have an idea who I want to do next, and it's, she, it's not somebody who's actually on the list we had. Oh. It's not. And uh, so I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know. You're a DC person. We're going to go to DC. You're a DC person, so I'll, I'll defer, default to you on this one. But I, I thought maybe it would be interesting to do. What do you think about doing Amanda Waller? You're going to – yes, we could definitely do Waller. It's going to be – a different type of podcast. Yeah. Because she, there's no Amanda Waller book. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I can do this. We can do this. I can, we can definitely okay. do this. I'm in. And that, that, that's why I was like, it's going to be basically me standing over John S. Stranger's, uh, suicide squad for like an hour, which is, well, and, and that's, and that's, and that was my, <laughs> that was my thinking. I, I was like, we can do this and we can use this kind of, you know, tie in the, uh, the, the suicide squad a little bit. So uh, maybe not more than a little bit, but tie that in. I just thought with everything going on that that probably. I'm in. All right, cool. So I just want because I was thinking about it. I was like, I know we had some other DC characters on here, but I was like, and I was like, I was feeling some kind of way about maybe jumping ahead of the line with this. But I was like, well, we just did a black man. Let's let's do a black woman. And right. I was like, who's the black woman everybody's talking about right now? Well, Amanda Waller. Just, the wall. The 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 wall. 
and it just sounded <laughs> it seemed perfect. I, I feel like I, I had to. So there you guys have it. So we'll be doing this. Hopefully, we'll be back in two weeks, and we'll be uh, talking about Amanda Waller. So uh, again, thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any questions, please shoot them to us at mtrailerreviews at movietrailerreviews.net. Uh, Deep Palm and I love doing this. Like I said, I, I learn a lot every time we do this. Like, learned a lot on Scott Lang. I learned a lot on the Wally West one. Or remembered a lot on the Wally West one. Uh, earned a hell of a lot on the Sam Wilson one. This has been great, guys. I, I hope you... I, and I know some people uh, that, that saw Ant-Man said they went back or they, they listened to our, our Scott Lang podcast before. Then went to go see Ant-Man and said they, they it, it, it made everything... It was great for them. So... Really glad that it helped people out. Uh, I've been really enjoying these. Again, if you guys want more, email us. Check them out. Uh, subscribe to us on Movie Trailer Reviews uh, at, or on uh, Stitcher and iTunes. Uh, you can join our, our comic book club discussions. And listen to those if you join the MTR Premium. We I don't know what I'm putting out tomorrow. What am I putting out tomorrow? I don't know if I'm... Uh, I might have one more. I think I have one or something else to put out. But I know I'm, maybe it will be the more than the MCI that D Palm and I did. So I got I to do some some discussion with myself to figure out what we're going to do. I know this weekend we're doing The Thing and I also have a Plain Dead to record as well. So there's a lot going on there. $8 a month gets you guys all those discussions and, and episodes. And it also gets you access to the audios for some of the uh, San Diego Comic-Con interviews we've done as well. Um, yeah, shoot us, uh, shoot, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Antenna Report. Deepom is at Deepom66. Deepom, where can they find your other stuff at as well? Oh, yeah. Find my writing over at dojucrazy.net. It's a sports site. Um, we're specializing in SEC football. I run the podcast over there. Comes out every Tuesday. And I write on Fridays in the offseason. I'll be writing a lot more once football starts up. I'm really enjoying this offseason life because. <laughs> You guys in my you guys in my Twitter mentions, it's usually like a complimentary or like fuck you for being on Sandy Check and ruining the world. Um, because I have a curse. Um, but when football season starts, I just start getting cussed out by Twitter eggs. And I'm not looking forward to that that part of football season, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Sports Twitter, I'm coming home. Well, uh, also remember you'll be on the Sandy Check next weekend, so uh I'm you know, sorry, America. So you know, next week is going to be in, insane, which is which is saying a lot because this week has already been That's insane. Been nuts. I am not looking forward to next week. So, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, guys, thank you guys very much again. MovieTrailerReviews.net. Thank you guys for all your support. You know, you joining the premium network, your donations, buying things through our Amazon store, just downloading episodes, all that stuff helps. Like I said, it's the reason why I'm able to go out there and. We're able to go to these events and cover them and, and do all this great stuff. So keep doing that because eventually I want to do this for full time because I fucking hate my full time job. But got to start some somewhere, and uh, these are these have been great. So again, Deepon, thank you, thank you guys for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.